Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And uh, if you missed that first segment, uh, just such a fascinating conversation. Uh, the China Paradox uh, being held with our uh, friends at World Trade Center Utah. Uh, there's just so many things to, to calculate and to think through. It is so complicated. Uh, if you missed that, you can go pick up the uh, the podcast later today. Uh, on a really riveting discussion uh, over there and uh, some important learning, I think, for Utah businesses and and for uh, all of us to think about, both in terms of our individual engagement, uh, also in terms of uh, what it means for the the country, what our policy should be. Again, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you're to the far left, the far right, or anywhere in between, uh, how we look at that and how we engage in those things. One one of the things that stood out for me uh, from John Huntsman was, you know, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, I think it's 1.7 billion people over there in China, somewhere around there, 1.3, 1.7. Uh, there's a lot. And it's only a small fraction of them that are actually part of and engaged in the Communist Party. Uh, and so the vast majority of the people are, you know, far away from Beijing. And uh, they have similar challenges with a remote national government that's uh, quite oppressive. Uh, as people in the United States do. Uh, so there are, are probably more similarities there than we anticipate or expect. And, you know, what that means to the average Chinese citizen, uh, you know, far, far removed uh, from Beijing and, and from the Communist Party, uh, those are all important things to, to factor in. So we're going to continue to follow that. We'll have Miles Hansen circle back with us uh, with some other findings from that uh, really fascinating discussion today on the China paradox over at World Trade Center, Utah. Uh, I want to shift now. Uh, if you missed the program yesterday, boy, did you pick a bad day to miss. Uh, you definitely want to go back to the podcast. Uh, but one of the real highlights yesterday was uh, we had live from the bubble in Indianapolis, uh, Coach Mark Pope, head basketball coach at uh, Brigham Young University, who will begin their big dance experience coming up on Saturday. They will play the winner of Michigan State and UCLA. They So they don't even know who their competition will be just yet. Uh, they are preparing for both. Uh, and the, the thing that I love most about Coach Pope is that he is forever teaching his players, and by extension, uh, he's teaching all of us, uh, some really important lessons and things that apply not just to a, a great game of basketball and March Madness and the most wonderful time of the year, uh, to me anyway, uh, is March Madness and all of those lessons. Uh, but he shared something yesterday that I just I had to, to bring it back uh, because I think it's an important part of our discussion. And it's something that we're seeing here in the state of Utah and across the country for sure. 
uh, as it relates to the pandemic, as it relates to excuses uh, and all of those challenges. So uh, I asked Coach Pope, uh, what is it that he has learned and what does he hope his players have learned uh, as they've gone through this really wacky from last year uh, when March Madness was canceled through the pandemic to today where they're on the verge of starting a new March Madness, a new big dance. Here's what he said. So there's been so much learning for our guys. You know, one of the things that had been at the top of our list since this time last year was this idea that it's not really control the controllables. It's more about refusing to grab onto excuses. We've talked about this a little bit. You know, a cancer for an athlete, I kid you not, it's the worst thing for an athlete and a team is ready-made excuses. It, it just is the worst because when you're going through the grind and putting yourself through the pain and torture and suffering that you do as an athlete where you challenge yourself emotionally and physically every day and pushing yourself beyond any limits that might be comfortable, having ready-made excuses is the worst. And, and we've had COVID sitting on the shelf all year long. <laughs> Ready for um, action. <laughs> Yes, and, and it's just, it's there, and, you know, it's, it's an acceptable excuse. I was so proud of our guys this summer. You think about the dog days of the summer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you've just lost the NCAA tournament, you don't even know if you're going to have a season coming up, and you have to make the decision whether you're going to actually go in and do your second workout of the day on your own um, when there's no games in sight, and it's moments like that when all of us want to grab onto the COVID excuse and be like, I don't even know if we're playing. Why am I going to torture myself like this? And then certainly through the course of the season, we had so many games canceled and rescheduled. And my, my guys have been incredible, like astoundingly incredible about refusing to grab for that excuse that's sitting right there in front of us. It's just kind of keeping the blinders on and saying, no, we're going to get better today. And yeah. of all of the lessons that we've, you know, all the challenges we face and, and, and the things we've, we've had to fight this year, that's been the one thing that I've been most, most proud of these guys. They've been willing to do that, and it's super yeah. impressive. And it's going to bode well for them through their whole life. That's BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope uh, on the program yesterday. Uh, he joined us live from Indianapolis inside the bubble there at March Madness, the big NCAA tournament, uh, basketball hoops tournament. And I just love, I just love where he went. Uh, this whole idea uh, that we will not bow to ready-made excuses. And think how often we do that. Uh, We built in the excuse for a failure before we even begin to try for success. And we see it in businesses. We see it in marriages. We see it in communities. And surely we see it at the highest levels of government. And we've seen that in particular as it relates uh, to uh, our immigration policy and, and, and immigration struggles at the border. And it is so easy to point fingers and place blame. Uh, we know over the last few days, the Biden administration has been pointing fingers, placing blame, saying, not my fault. Uh, this is the responsibility of the previous administration. It's the Trump administration's fault. That's the excuse. And the Trump administration did the same thing. Uh, they pointed fingers, placed blame, shrugged their shoulders. Not my fault. Not my job. That was uh, the excuse uh, because it was the Obama administration's fault. And on and on and on it goes. Uh, not being 
willing to bow to the ready-made excuse uh, is something we've got to get better at as a society. Uh, We often phrase it in terms of uh, there's a lot of shoulder shrugging going on. Uh, What we really need is shoulder squaring. Uh, One of my favorite phrases. And whether it's immigration policy, whether it's economic policy, whether it's tax policy, uh, pick your policy, pick your space. And it is too easy for politicians to just use the ready-made excuse. And as Coach Pope rightly pointed out, the ready-made excuse is a cancer. To an athlete, it's a cancer. If they've already built in the excuse for why they're going to fail, why they're going to lose, why they're not going to work out as hard as they should, because they just don't know. It's it's so uncertain. Uh, or it's somebody else's fault. It's the pandemic's fault. It's the NCAA's fault. It's the other team's fault because suddenly they had to reschedule the game. And on and on and on it goes. Uh, and so a great March Madness lesson right out of the gate uh, from Coach Mark Pope is do not bow to the ready-made excuse. We're going to step aside for a bottom-of-the-hour break. When we come back, Doug Wilkes is going to join us, and we're going to talk about the need for heroes, for victories, to move the country forward. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.